Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor, Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. How are you? Hi, Mike. Good. Good. We're going to talk uh, this week around uh, polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS. Um, it's an important uh, cause of both menstrual irregularities and, and androgen excess in women. PCOS is probably one of the most common endocrinopathies in women, maybe affecting between 5 and 10%. Probably depends on the population and location of where you're doing that study. It, it can be readily diagnosed uh, when a patient presents with the classic features of hyperandrogenism, hirsutism, irregular menstrual periods, and, and polycystic ovarian morphology on, on ultrasound. Unfortunately, not many patients present with all of those symptoms, so it's much harder when they're not present. Some women present with cardiovascular disease, glucose intolerance, type 2 diabetes, fatty liver, obstructive sleep apnea, menstrual dysfunction, mood disorders such as depression and anxiety and, and infertility. So today, we're going to focus just on the problem of infertility. You found a poem. It was uh, published in the Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology 2023. It starts on page 523. It attempts to answer the question, is letrozole superior to clomiphen for infertility treatment among patients with polycystic ovary syndrome? So a woman comes in, she's, she's worried about her infertility. Uh, do one of these drugs uh, show superiority to the other? This is a meta-analysis. Do they give us information to uh, be able to make that decision? Yes, they do. So they did a meta-analysis of 29 randomized trials, almost 4,000 participants, and they tracked about 7,600 ovulation induction cycles. And all of these studies compared letrozole with clomiphene citrate, and this was all in patients with polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. Uh, they included studies with patients that met formal criteria for a diagnosis of PCOS, had timed intercourse or insemination following treatment, and report at least one of the following outcomes, pregnancy, ovulation induction, and live birth rate. Uh, seven out of the 29 studies were graded as having a high risk of bias, in part because they didn't appear to randomize particularly well, they didn't describe allocation concealment, or they didn't mask participants to the intervention. That was six of the studies. But the other 21, or 22 studies, I'm sorry, uh, seemed to be at low risk of bias. Meta-analysis favored letrozole for all of the primary outcomes. The ovulation induction rate was 67 versus 59%. The pregnancy rate was 35 versus 23%. And the live birth rate was 33 versus 22%. So number needed to treat in the neighborhood of 8 to 12 for these outcomes. Uh, they judged the certainty of evidence to be low for ovulation induction, but moderate for pregnancy and live birth rate. So bottom line, this meta-analysis of randomized trials suggests that for those individuals who have PCOS, treating their infertility with letrozole as compared with clomiphene citrate does result in a higher rate of induction, more pregnancies, and more live births. So, you know, interesting uh, conclusion, clomiphene citrate is the older drug, and uh, letrozole is a bit newer, but appears to be a bit more effective. I love these studies where they're actually comparing two things that we use 
and not something to uh, a placebo. Very nice summary. Thanks for taking us through that. We'll talk again in a week. Sounds good. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. 